Welcome to our first episode. Yeah, welcome. We are two parents who are figuring it out like the rest of you, the rest of you parents. And we decided to do this podcast because we thought it would be a fun, hopefully entertaining way to talk about parenting issues and uh what better way to talk about parenting issues than to talk about other people's parenting issues? Because <laughs> we don't have any, yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. We don't have, we have <laughs> We're none. perfect parents. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll, we'll talk about other people's problems and then we will uh, talk about our own when it's appropriate, when there's some relevance, right? Yeah. Or when there's any problems. Yeah. Yeah. When problems, <laughs> yeah, right. When there are problems. <laughs> so. So yeah, so the way this works is we are going to essentially read some Reddit stories. We will be reading these for the first time, so you will see our reactions. I'm Gemma. Um, I'm Otis's wife. I am mom to our beautiful son, Jude, who just turned one. Um, I've never done a podcast before, so I've also never used a microphone before, so you know, my audio might not be great. <laughs> Yeah, so if there's any of these moments like uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm learning where to look at the camera. I'm learning how to talk into a microphone. So, you know, maybe, you know, if people tune into the podcast regularly, they'll see me evolve from a stumbling amateur to a professional podcaster. Hopefully we will be stumbling <laughs> amateurs for the rest of our lives, at least in our minds. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so my name is Otis. I am uh, Gemma's husband, since we're, we're going to follow the format <laughs> here. And uh, yeah, I used to play in the NFL. I'm a lawyer, and I'm a I'm the kind of guy who just, I don't know, I feel like uh, this idea of parenting like an athlete is kind of like, hey, when there's a problem, when athletes see a problem, it's not, oh no, the sky is falling. It's there is a solution and we are going to find it. We are going to FIO figure it out. So uh, we know nothing. We're just experimenting and everything that we, that happens uh, good for us is, is by God's grace and by just, um, you know, sure will, will to, um, to try different things and to not, to not be like, stuck in whatever hole of whatever it is we think we know. So we love your comments. Well, we have no comments yet, but hopefully we'll have some comments. I'm, I am projecting comments on us and all comments. Welcome. Yes. But and, be, be, be nice. It's our first time. You <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about being unkind. If you're unkind, YouTube will just filter your comments out and we won't see them anyway. Um, it's magic, right? Uh, but no, seriously, like what we want to to know is how you're doing these things. Like, what do you think? We really care about that because, you know, we're figuring this out and it's like, hey, how can we be the best possible parents? Crowdsource it, right? You know, Google doesn't have all the answers, uh, but I guarantee some of you out there do. And I've actually gotten uh, book recommendations from people on on comments, mm -hmm. not this podcast, but a video that I made that like two people watched. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than two people, but uh, <laughs> but we got comments, and I and we care about them. So if you have some ideas, we'd be happy to talk about those comments in uh, a future 
uh, podcasts. All right, so we're gonna get into our our first Reddit post. Which one do you want to start with here? Ooh, husband sleeps all day. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh boy, I'm gonna let. Jenna. Oh no, what about this one? Uh, Broke up three your three year relationship over him disciplining my kids. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a strong one. You know what? Let's start with the strong one. That's going to get you guys excited, right? Sorry. Okay, so the headline is, broke up three-year relationship over him disciplining my kids. Am I wrong? Probably not, but let's find out. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, we've dated for three years, lived together with my daughter, seven and nine, and his youngest daughter, 11, for two years. We were a family until last night. Wow. Okay. I got some bang snaps slash poppets. Not sure what that means. That sounds like drugs. Is that, that does sound like is drugs. Is that drugs? Is it drugs or is it candy? Well, it says because 4th of July, so that must be... Oh, that's probably fireworks. Fireworks. Okay. okay. Not drugs, Keep y'all. Context. Okay. okay. <laughs> we were outside and D7, not sure what that means, throws one near the dog. Daughter seven. Seven-year-old daughter is D7. Oh, is this like internet... Internet code. Yeah, language. there's lots of code. Yeah, shorthand okay. here. Yeah. Okay, so D seven throws one near the dog. I tell her to stop, and she did it again. She's a very good kid, but she's barely seven and still learning. I definitely have a more gentle approach, but still don't let them get away with stuff. He is more stern, so he pulls out the pocket of his jeans and makes her hold onto it. Follow him around some. Stand there while he's sitting. I say, okay, lesson learned. Let's tie this up and enjoy our evening and watch fireworks from the back deck. He tells her to give him a kiss on the cheek. She says she's not comfortable with that before I can even speak. Good on her. And then he says, okay, a kiss on the hand. This is getting a little weird. Slightly creepy. Yeah, not loving this. Okay. I interject and say, no, think of something else. So he tells her to go to bed out of frustration. I'm not okay with any of this. He says he's trying to teach her humility I say he's trying to humiliate her, kiss his hand like he's an emperor or something. Hell no. We get into it over that and he got in my face and grabbed at my side and then suddenly must have thought that it wasn't a great idea and stopped the grabbing but was still in my face. Okay, this is this is escalating. It escalated to us breaking up. Things have been volatile for a while now, so kind of saw this coming. But last night I found myself booking a hotel for my daughter's night after midnight. Oh, and now it's my nine-year-old's birthday today. We're having a yes day, and they are happily swimming in the hotel pool right now. The look on her face last night was a help-me-mom look, and I'm not about to let anyone affect my kids like that. I just won't. We haven't spoken since, and I'm just in my head second-guessing breaking up our family over this. I guess I'm looking for validation here. Did I do the right thing? Is what he asked of her as ridiculous as I think he is? Okay. Hey. Uh, thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think this guy sounds like a jerk. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird way to discipline a kid, especially a young girl, by trying to get her to kiss her stepdad. Yeah, the hold my pocket thing sounds like some weird stuff that... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Scared Straight. I think it was called Scared Straight. Well, you don't remember. But I don't on, know what that is. It was on MTV, and there were like these bad kids, or 
I don't even want to call them bad kids because I, I don't really like that term. I think it's just kids who have bad parents, actually. Um, sorry, y'all. Uh, but yeah, if your kid's really bad, I'm going to start with the parent as the source of the problem. So these kids who are struggling to behave the way uh, their parents want them to behave were um, taken to prison. And, uh, and, you know, there's like these prisoners that come out and it's like, hey, you know, this is, this is what happens to you when you come to prison. And one of the things that one of these prisoners mentioned was making someone hold their pocket. It's like, I'm going to make you my, we can't curse on here. We're not, we're not cursing on here. Um, like literally hold on to like their jean pocket. Yeah, yeah, hold hold my pocket. Well, they don't, they don't get jeans in prison. That's not. Oh, right, yeah. They're in like too what, luxurious. scrubs or something. Like, something like that, yeah. It's probably like a poly cotton blend, uh, pretty thin. It's very specific. Material, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining it's Machine washable. Orange, highly machine washable. <laughs> um, probably falls apart pretty quickly since they're using taxpayer dollars to pay for this. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> But these guys like would make these people hold their pocket. And I think it was like a, it was kind of like a weird kind of grooming thing. Like, so maybe this guy was in prison. Maybe he's an ex con and that's where he got it from. Yeah. Which makes it even more gross and creepy. And, um, I think if you are a single mom dating and you meet a guy, um, you know, I think you know if he's a horrible kind of dude or not. And I get the feeling that what this guy did was, you know, just one of many weird, creepy, gross, mean, terrible things that he's done. And I got to say, like, when you have kids, I think it should just be automatic someone's trying my kids someone's trying me in front of my kids we're not playing that game we are we're moving along like there's like this whole our family's broken up nah nah y'all aren't married it's your boyfriend who has an 11 year old daughter and i think everything will be okay yeah you can do better redditor Yes, yes. And there's a lot of people out there who who I think, you know, maybe that maybe we do keep this because I think there's a lot of people out there, men and women who believe that well, it's like well, well there's all these if you've got kids, there's all these people who don't want to date someone who has kids. And then there might be people who do, but then you're like, well, I don't really want to bring you around my kids until I don't know, 6 months. 6 months is like the the earliest um, I've at least heard I, you know, maybe someone can correct me, but you don't want to bring these people around your kids. And, and then when you do it, it, it just could turn into a disaster. You know, they might have a problem with the way you're, you've disciplined them, you're raising them, like the way they talk to you or whatever. And, and so it's hard, but I, I gotta say like, cut fast you know like if if it feels weird early get out of there because um it's not about you anymore 
you know, I mean, I know that your happiness is important, but, you know, you had your shot at like a fun, awesome life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your life is over. <laughs> you had your shot. No, I mean, I'm not saying your life is over. <clears throat> no, I, I, I'm not saying your life is over. And But like, come on, man. I mean, you, you had your shot. Give the give the kid a shot to just have a good life, and and a good life sometimes means not having to deal with some jerk who who keeps you happy some of the time. I don't know. Yeah, this guy does not sound like anyone you want your kids around, and I think this person obviously knows that um, deep down. She's just looking for the courage from a community to make a move. It's a hot topic. Everyone obviously is. The people have spoken. Telling her that she's not wrong. We're not even bothered with comments. Um, all right. So I'm going to read Husband Sleeps All Day. Uh, that was the one that I was hoping for. I wanted to start with because it felt like, you know, there's little risk for like weirdness here. He's just lazy and a horrible teammate. You know, I'm, I'm assuming I, I could be wrong. You never know what's going to go on. We might find out that, that this mom... Um, it's just overreacting. I'm joking, y'all. She's probably not. It's it's just not how it works. Women don't ever react. Never. As a rule. <clears throat> Never. Um, okay, husband sleeps all day. What the title says. We have a four and six-year-old. In the early days, he would sleep in every weekend day. That's every weekend, but okay. He would sleep in every weekend day and refuse to get up with me and the kids. So we implemented sleep in days to make it fair. I'm curious about sleep in days. I, I can I get a sleep in day? That's no. A, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> he gets to sleep in till noon. Noon. Till Dang. noon on Saturday. I get to sleep in on Sunday. Well, uh, look, this is compromised, y'all. I, I like how this is going right now. Yeah, but we wouldn't sleep in anyway. Even if yeah, I, I, I refuse to sleep all day. Up. That's a waste of a day. The problem is I have to wake him up at noon on Saturdays, and then he normally gets up just before one, puts the four-year-old down for a nap, and then goes right back to sleep and will sleep until I wake him up after her nap. Okay, so... This guy's lazy. Also, what time is he going to bed? Like, maybe he should go to bed earlier. You know, I mean, okay. It sounds like he doesn't have a job. But if he does have a job. Well, it is, it is the weekend. Oh, yeah, good call. Right. I, I think this woman is overreacting. I mean, he's sleeping. He's up with the child. The, you know, put him down for the child for down for a nap. And then well, he's getting up an hour later than the agreement. Anyway, you should keep reading it. That's a good point. Hey, y'all, what you're going to learn about me is <laughs> I really do not like reading these things straight through. It's just so much more fun to comment as you go. But also because my memory, I, I can't remember all this stuff. These things are so, so long. Uh, okay, so you can see that she's correcting me on this. Like, I don't even remember what I just read. Maybe I'm cause, maybe it's because I'm nervous. <laughs> <Boo -hoo. laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. 
Uh, be nice. Okay, so on sun on Sundays he sets an alarm for eight and gets the kids between then and eight thirty, and will fall back asleep before feeding them breakfast. Whoa! Wait, what? That's weird. So he um, goes and gets them up and does what with them? I'm not sure. He He'll doze away. on and off all morning and then right back to sleep when I get up at noon. Twice I've left the kids with him for the whole weekend, and I suspect he's just slept through those days as well, setting alarms to get up and feed them. Our six-year-old is banned from YouTube because he gets addicted, and yet every time I come back from a trip, he's started watching it again, which tells me my husband hasn't been supervising him. It takes him several days to do chores, such as emptying the dishwasher and washing the laundry. Washing the laundry. Husband works days, Monday through Friday. He is not using drugs and only has roughly two pints to three or four per week. Okay, well. Okay, that's where I was going. I was like, these people are in in England. How do you know that? We don't call. Do we call? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he's just at home having a pint. I I don't think we do we talk about alcohol like that here. That's true. That's true. I don't think you can even have get a pint here. No, no I don't think you can unless you go to a British pub. Mm, true. But it sounds like he's drinking at home. Yeah. Like a normal person. Um <laughs> <laughs> Drinking's bad, I'm current. Um <laughs> All right, so this guy's not on drugs. Uh, not only so he drinks like a little bit. He, he has two to four pints a week. This is also what she knows, though. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, he could be a secret alcoholic. That's true. Also, does he smoke weed? Because she didn't say anything about that. Well, weed is drugs, actually. Um, I know we're we're not. Yeah, but a lot of people don't he, classify it as drugs, right? Yeah, but it's... if you're gonna use a blanket statement of not using drugs, I mean. I think you then need to clarify that you think that weed is not drugs, just like she mentioned alcohol, right? Because technically alcohol is, is a drug, a drug. Yeah. So she, 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 she understood the assignment then. Okay. But who knows? I mean, these are people on Reddit putting their business on, on front street. So who knows uh, what they're thinking, right? Um, No, they're looking for help, not from us, but they might get it from us if they see this. If you can call this help. I is mean, this help? Is this help? This, or is this just this is, talking about Or is this a hot mess? <laughs> no. You guys a rhetorical are, question. You're going to look know, back so. on this years from now and be like, wow. Their best stuff was the early years. Like somehow this will <laughs> Unscripted, be, the, this will the, be the best stuff. This will be on a highlight reel. Yeah. So um, – I think sleeping all day is neglect. He thinks I'm criticizing him for no reason. I tried Googling, but I'm not finding anything relevant to this particular problem. Was curious what others think. Sorry it's so long. You want to go with your thoughts first? I mean, you've already said some stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a... This guy doesn't really sound like he is that invested in his family. Um, He sounds like... (laughs) Wow. The man the man works Monday through Friday. He's not investing in his well, family. Well, so do most people. Yeah. But I mean, he's not like if she's going she out doesn't. of town and he's like just letting the kids like do whatever they want. I mean, something is going on with him. Like there is an issue that either she doesn't know about or she's not like communicating 
to Reddit. Okay. Is that your is that your full assessment? I don't want to cut you off. No, you got you go. Okay. You you wanna wait until I say something dumb and then you can like jump on it. <laughs> nah, that's not how that's not how our relationship works, y'all. We don't do that. Um my first thought, this sounds like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. So for all y'all out there who are Grey's Anatomy fans, it's like I could totally see this woman coming into the hospital with her husband and he's like collapsed and they're like, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. He just fell down. And then they're going to be like, well, like give us some more information. Like, has he been tired lately? Actually, yeah, he he sleeps like all day. So you're saying he has a brain tumor? Then yeah, then they're like he has glioblastoma or some, you know, oh, like shit. is that a real thing? She's made that up. I, that's actually real. I don't know if it's like if it actually is caused if like if that causes like okay. I don't know if it causes like any you doctors to sleep. out there want to and I might have said it wrong too. Cor- correct. But according to Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> it's something that is like really really hard to to cure. And I'm not a doctor, so that's why I said according to Grey's Anatomy. But I think I have seen something about how they're using, um, like, either stem cell or viral treatments to cure this. This is totally not, like, the point of, like, what we're talking about right now. So I'm going to try not to veer too much, but I just did. So it sounds like a Grey's Anatomy story, right? It sounds like this guy has, like, something seriously wrong with him. And she should not be on Reddit posting about this she should be like going to the doctor but we live in a no this is this is the uk this is this is this is england or maybe australia yeah these people have free health care but you might have to wait a while to see a doctor yeah you know and that's the negative thing so this guy might be missing out on some like some some care some health care um also though like i'm curious she doesn't say like has she spoken to him about this? Like, how did the conversation go? What was his response? Yeah, he said he said that she's uh, being. He thinks I'm criticizing him for no reason. I mean, oh, okay. So, so the oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, so he doesn't think that's a problem. Oh, he has no problem with this. So it sounds like he likes what he's doing. He's he's actually comfortable with it. So maybe it's not an illness. All right. So uh, so like really, or maybe he's in denial. Because sometimes when people are sick, they don't necessarily realize right it takes somebody else to like point out what's going on look at us look at us a couple of sofa doctors (laughs) maybe we should make this a medical podcast we just oh i'm pretty sure youtube would would cut (laughs) this would cut this show quickly um (laughs) yeah no seriously okay so beyond the the illness thing it just sounds like this guy is really worn down. So my guess would be, and this is going to sound like really not nice, but I'm guessing the guy is probably significantly overweight, probably doesn't exercise. And, and you know, that stacks. You know, you've got kids, you're trying to keep up with them. You're working. You're not getting like the best rest. Like just being in in like terrible shape leads to not being able to sleep well, not, you know, then you start grabbing food that's terrible for you. And let's just be real. Like y'all, there's some studies out there, uh, plenty of them at this point that makes it clear that alcohol, no amount of alcohol is good for you. 
And the, the weird thing about it is I've known this since I was playing college football. Like that was 2000. The year in the year 2000. <laughs> is that busted? What? I've been to oh no, that's three thousand. Oh, I've been to the year three thousand. <laughs> I don't know that one, but that's that's from uh um Conan O'Brien. Shout out to Conan. Oh Coco. Um Yeah, that's what people call him. His oh. friends. <laughs> See like Coco. Us. Like us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thousand. So yeah, I like I already knew in the year 2000 that drinking one drink basically blows my, my whole body, like what my body's doing for a week. I mean, one drink will ruin what you're doing for a week. Like, so you're lifting all these weights, you're eating the right food, you're, you know, you're running, you're working out, whatever, trying to get your rest and one drink will blow it. So I was that lame kid at parties. I wasn't lame. I was just, I just wasn't drunk. And um, I think this guy's just, you know, he drinks. Prob- she says two pints a night. Oh, 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 oh. A night? I thought it was a week. This says, oh, she went, she came back and edited it. Okay, so edit to change two pints a night to three to four a week. Okay, so in my frustration, I overrepresented the frequency. Okay. So he does only drink three to four pints a week. Um, I mean, according to those new regulations that came out from the Canadian government, that's uh, binge drinking. Oh, yeah. They said you're just, just they two, said three, you three. anything more than two drinks a week mm. is really bad. Yeah. Why, why they should just not call it binge drinking though, because the definition doesn't seem to like match up. Yeah. It doesn't really connect. Yeah. Like I'm binge watching a show that, but I watched two to three, four episodes in a week, but all on different days. It doesn't feel right. Um, okay. Anyway, so this one was, it's a mystery. I mean, the husband just could be, he just might not care. Um, he might not care. He might have a brain tumor. He might just be overweight and like a secret alcoholic. He might be burnt out. He might have something going on at work. We, Maybe he's having an affair. Uh, that's I mean, highly I, unlikely. This I mean, guy can't even like stay awake during the day. Maybe he has narcolepsy. I don't know if that's how it works. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, but again, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's see what our battery life is looking like. Okay, we're we're not gonna die on the battery anytime soon. Okay, so that was uh, husband sleeps all day. What do you all think? I mean, has anyone seen this? Do any of y'all do this? Like, are, are any of y'all? I tell you what. I mean, on the weekend, first of all, you know what? Let me just let's back this up a little bit. This is not the end. <laughs> this is not the end. I think I, I might be empathizing with this guy. She's saying this happens on the weekends. So he's like just tired from the week 
And then. But so is she. No, I'm no, sure. no. Listen. Oh, 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 hey, y'all, don't get mad at me for putting my hand up. I know that some of y'all be like, oh, that's not nice. so look this woman said that there are weekends where she goes away on trips and she's concerned that he's just setting timers to wake up to make sure he feeds the kids and then he's sleeping the whole time okay where are you going by yourself? Like, and, and what, what right do you have to be like judging this man on how he spends his time where he's on kid duty all weekend long while you're out having fun? I mean, she literally, I mean, I think she said she went on, has been out of town twice. Twice. Also, I've left him with on for a the- work trip. Over the weekend? Like, why is, why is she... I mean, it could be. I mean, you don't know what she does for work. I don't know what she does for work. But what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, you've, you're you doing something, people. We all choose what jobs we work. And if you're telling me that you chose to do a job where you're working on the weekends out of town, maybe she's the one stepping out is all I'm saying. I don't know. She might be the one who's the concern here. I, I just, I just. I think the point is, if they both work, they both also have responsibilities with the kids, right? And they've got this arrangement where they have a day, and if he's not pulling his weight on his day, then it's not great. It just sounds like she's. I mean, I know that like he's fallen asleep uh, before feeding them breakfast, so you know that's not great. Uh, but it doesn't seem like he does it every time. And it really does seem like he's tired. And also it seems like he, she wants to sleep in too. Like she's also someone who sleeps all day. I mean, there's like judgment here from her, but if you really dig into this, like she is sleeping all day as well. I mean, on Sunday, she has a sleep in day. She was looking at him and kind of jealous of his sleeping habits and was like i want some of that i went i want in maybe they need to get like a babysitter or a family member to come in one day on the weekend so they can both sleep in they probably just need to stop drinking and and start exercising more but but like i definitely feel like there's um i mean even this whole thing about the six-year-old being banned from youtube because he gets addicted like I know there's a lot of people out here that allow their child to be entertained with YouTube, but I'm just saying, like, if you're putting your kid, you put your kid in front of YouTube. So like he's banned from something that you like gave him. And of course he's addicted. Like it's literally designed. I mean, you guys are watching this video because YouTube knows that they know everything about you. And they sent this to you thinking that you'd be interested in this and that you'd watch. And and if you're watching this, it's it's by design, not my design, by YouTube's design. So the kid is not like addicted. He's just a human. And it's up to the parent to not give the kid uh, YouTube to entertain him. But this is what it sounds like they've done. And and I hear and look, she says, 
and and yet every time I come back from a trip, he started watching it again, which tells me my husband hasn't been supervising him. So I don't know. I mean, this man sounds like an imperfect babysitter and and wow. not really the best teammate. But I got to say, like, if you are frequently gone, like if you're. I mean, she says every time, yet every time I come back from a trip, that sounds like a lot of trips. Mm, if, if, if you're frequently gone, this, this is the, this is the part, like, so we talk, so here's, here's, y'all, y'all get to hear like our private conversations here. Kids are, we have one and he's a little over one year old, one years old. I, how do you say that? One year old or one a, year? A year. He just had his first birthday. So a year, a year old, he's a little over a year old. That makes more sense than he's a little over one year old. I don't like saying one year old. Yeah. A year. It's weird. Anyway, um, it's not weird. I just have problems with like the English language sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just blame her. <laughs> Blaming her people. Um, yeah. So we, we talk about, so that it's, it's not easy. It's a, it's a team sport parenting and we early on talked about getting help, you know, cause like we both work from home, but you still have to like work. work. Right. So, Oh, what if we bring someone else in to help out? Sounds great. Except I cannot possibly expect to be able to dictate to someone exactly how I want them to raise my child to, to, to think like me and do like me and, and expect them to produce. Like, like we had a conversation. I was like, how much money do you want to spend on finding a person like this? Because as far as I'm concerned and look, I think this should be every parent, the value of you as a parent and what you are able to impart on your child. We're talking like, I'm going to go ahead and say, this is like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a, a year. I mean, like, like this is like, I, if for me to find a person who can be me or better for my child, this person like really doesn't exist. So we're talking about like a unicorn here in the world of recruiting. Like this person is getting paid like everything. They don't exist. So mom expecting dad to basically be like her while she is just gone lots of weekends uh, i don't know i wonder i'm gonna say that they're both they're both the problem um and she's just it sounds like there's a problem with their relationship oh of course yeah i mean there's a communication sure. problem they're not like on the same page with their family goals um yeah I mean, she's on Reddit looking for help for uh, from others, like so she can basically read the comments back to him about how bad of a husband he is. Like, I mean, that's what she's doing. This is so. Yeah, they definitely have. We probably should just start that off from the beginning. Like, husband sleeps all day. You're basically putting your husband on Reddit instead of going to counseling. Like, okay, maybe. But I mean, I guess if people problems. weren't doing that, like we wouldn't have a podcast. Well, of course not. We're not <laughs> complaining about it. We're just saying, I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. You, she's, 
they have relationship problems. But I, I think, yeah. I think we all, we all agree on that. Yeah. Any, any last thoughts on, on this? I mean, I feel like we covered the gamut on this one, really. I'm trying not to slouch here, y'all, but I feel um, so comfortable. Oh yeah, I, I feel like I'm slouching too. <sighs> We're free to slouch. I mean, we are in our house. I hope if you're watching this, I hope you're slouching too. <laughs> Slouchy Sundays. Slouch away, y'all. <laughs> Spread out, get real comfy. I skipped watching Victor Wimbanyama uh, in his second summer summer basketball league game to talk about this. So, oh, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the internet is is grateful. We are on a roll. Are we gonna do one more? Of course we are. Probably, okay. maybe maybe two more. Maybe we'll just like pick it up a little bit. Uh, all right, so we've got. I'm just gonna read. We've got my. I don't know if my son's friend got into our private folder, and I'm freaking out. Oh yeah, that's a good one. This sounds like another weird one that you know, you're just gonna walk right into, and we're like, oh, should we post this? But if you want, we can do it. Uh, is it fair or is it rude to ask your partner to do things right when they wake up? Let's go for that one because this one seems like pretty easy. But also, there could be some context that we're not getting from the title. So let's start. Are you going to copy and paste it again? Do you think? Yep. I am copying and pasting. <laughs> this is my job. <laughs> You're the copy paste. Are you getting better at it? That was, that was much faster. This so time. much faster. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to get this thing down to under 25 minutes one day. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Is it fair or is it rude to ask your partner to do things right when they wake up? Just some context. From the minute I wake up, I'm on the clock. I bed share with my baby. Big mistake. We've got thoughts on that. We've got lots of thoughts on <laughs> oh, that. Oh, sorry, y'all. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a one-year-old girl. So I'm immediately breastfeeding her. Then I change her diaper. I let the dog out. Then my toddler, three-year-old boy, usually hears us. So then I change his diaper, get him a breakfast. Not a big morning eater. So just a piece of fruit or toast. Only after I've done all that do I get to my coffee or getting myself ready for the day. Then there's my fiance who rolls out of bed, kind of whenever, goes for the coffee I've already made, then immediately sits down to check his stocks or the news or maybe does it in the bathroom for 30 minutes. I feel like all men do this. That's probably another topic we could talk about um, before doing anything for the kids. I understand how important it is to have me time first thing, so I don't really fault him for this. I'm more on about him waking up from naps. On a day when we're both home with the kids all day, he'll take a three-hour nap while I'm dealing with the crazies. And today, about about five minutes after he gets up, I tell him I'm going to let the dog out, usually a 15-minute affair. His response was, why you got to do it right when I wake up? I responded, well, I've been awake for the past three hours, so I'm going to step out the house. Him, can't you just wait? I didn't respond and just left. Anyway, I kind of get what he's saying about having to do shit when you've just woken up, but it's also the middle of the damn day and you have kids and you just got to take a three hour nap. So yeah, am I rude? You want to go? <laughs> this guy is a straight bum. <laughs> maybe he's friends with the other guy no you know he's not friends with him but you know the thing is he's 
drawing from the same playbook. Um, here's a fun thing. If you guys are still watching this, whoever's watching this, fun little thing. When we were expecting our son, every time I met a guy who has a who has kids, he'd say, oh, congrats. Not a whole lot for you to do in the first three, four years. You know, you can just kind of hang back and, you know, let her take care of that, that stuff, that feeding and all that changing. Because that's not, you know, that's not what we do. The fun, then you get to do the fun stuff when it's able to like run around, play, throw a ball, whatever. So that around like three, four, you get to like jump in and do the dad thing. And it's not like, I mean, I, f- I feel like Elon Musk. I mean, I, I saw Elon Musk say something similar. He's like, yeah, there's nothing really for me to do. So he's got all these kids and he doesn't really mind not being around because there's nothing for me to do. Obviously, that's stupid and not true. And this guy seems like he's pulling from the same playbook. I think that, you know, um, the fact that it's happening is so this is the thing that this is this is gonna like upset somebody Uh uh-oh is it gonna be me Nah, you've heard all this (laughs) stuff so it's i'd be surprised if you were upset uh wow they're they're one of the things that oprah taught me I didn't watch much Oprah growing up, but I did watch it occasionally. One of the things Oprah said was, you teach people how to treat you. Uh, You teach people how to treat you. And there's a lot of different, you know, gurus and writers and whatnot who say things like, I am 100% responsible for what happens to me. Um, If there is a person in your life who is literally taking advantage of your generosity, your kindness, uh, your desire to have order rather than chaos. And you just allow it to continue to happen. It is your fault. It is absolutely 100% your fault because you have control over whether or not that continues to happen. You just do. But when you introduce fear, the fear of like, well, what happens if I put my foot down? Is he going to leave? Maybe. But wouldn't that be better? You know, I mean, if this guy's not helpful, if he's not pulling his weight, I mean, of course, now they've got two kids together. So it's a big problem. But he was like that before the kids. This guy today is the same guy he was three, four years ago. I mean, they've got two kids together and, and it's her fiance. I mean, that that engagement period might have been going on for five years for all we know. But Good time to reevaluate that engagement, I would say. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a tough time to, to break up with your baby daddy um, with a one-year-old and a three-year-old. But I guess all I'm saying is it's it's uh, these are things that can be avoided um, just by saying, look, you know, there is absolutely nothing okay uh, with what you're doing. You're, you're not being a good teammate. Ladies, talk to your men in terms of, in sports terms, all right? 
if you said something like, hey, um, pretend we're on a football team. Do you think it would be okay if I woke up early, showed up to practice, ready to go, read my playbook, watched my film, went on the practice field and was ready to go? I'm, uh, and And you, as like, say, the quarterback, show up whenever you feel like it. You don't read the playbook. You don't watch the film, and you don't know what's going on when you show up on uh, in practice. Is that fair? Is that is that a good teammate? Do you think you're going to win many games? Talk to him in sports terms, y'all. Uh, it, it, it's hard for him to defend to defend that, right? I mean, like you're you're acting like a terrible teammate. I can't I can't stand by that. I don't want to have anyone on my team that's not a good teammate. So. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's my thoughts. That was a lot. Sorry, but not because it's a podcast. So people talk a lot, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I think the, I think the title for this was actually a little misleading because when I read that, is it fair or is it rude to ask your partner to do things right when they wake up? Like I personally do not like to be asked something immediately after I wake up. I thought that's I mean, the context of this obviously frames it very differently. Right. Based on just the title alone, I was thinking, no, like you need to say good morning, you know, like I want to be said good morning. Good, good morning's already, y'all. <laughs> How did you sleep? You know, a little, a little cuddle or something and then say, hey, do you mind doing this for me today? Instead of just waking up and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is like barking an order. But that's not at all where this was going. Um so yeah, I agree with you. This guy sounds really lazy. He's not pulling his weight. He's not being a team player. And that's not cool. Not cool. Not cool, dude. Fiance, get it together. Yeah. Sort your life out. Yeah. That's uh the word from parent like an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to another. Hmm. Oh, I've been really looking forward to this one. Did you read the last one? I read the last one, yeah. All right, I'll read this one. I've been looking forward to this one. I should have let you read this one, but we're going to read it. Okay, so we're copying. I don't usually refer to myself as we're, by the way. Oh, my goodness. What? Y'all... The original, the post was deleted by the person who originally posted it. Oh, no. This post was gold. I'm certain of it. You really learn which friends are true and not after having a baby. Um, I'm going to read some comments because the comments don't go away when you delete the post. So someone says, having kids sometimes means acquiring a new set of friends too. It's a major life change. And not everyone is going to stick around for the changes. I can honestly say that I have a few friends, literally three at most, that I've known since my childhood slash teens. And then I've filtered through a lot more over the years. As my life changed, so did the friendships I had. It's pretty normal. That one got a bunch of upvotes. Uh, This one, here's another one. Two of my very best friends ghosted me after my baby shower. Like, they helped arrange, and this is all caps, arrange it said congrats after my son was born and I haven't heard from them since six years ago. I've tried to text on their birthdays 
One even said we should get together, but she wasn't available, so she'd text me later. And then I never heard from her again. Wow. Okay. That's uh, weird. Yeah. Okay. I'm loving this. This is great. Uh, here's another one. People without kids don't really know what to do with people with kids. They don't care about your kids. They don't care about your kids' sleep. They don't care about people being all responsible and not drinking and smoking with them. And they certainly don't care about writing cards for your kids. It doesn't mean they don't care about you or want to spend time with you. The problem is there's so little of you available that it feels barely worth it to them to try to engage. If you didn't experience this from the other side first, then it might be hard to sympathize. I did, and we had no time for kids, for kids, people in our kids' free life. Hell, even having my own kids, I have trouble wanting to bother with our friends, uh, bother with our friends with kids. We all try because we're in it together, but these get-togethers and trips are a shred of what they used to be. All of us mustering the effort to balance all the places we can go to get two beers in everybody in one hour, maybe before we all go deal with the kids again. Okay. This got really good. I The, the original poster just left us some gold with these comments. So... I'm gonna let you start. You go. I feel like you're you're wow. dying. You're dying to say something. Wow, y'all. You should have set me up. <laughs> set me up over here. Okay. <sighs> y'all. All right. So let's just start. You do learn which friends are true and not after having after having a baby. And I'm gonna go ahead and say this. This is going to get posted, and the people who I'm thinking of in my mind probably will never see this because they're not actually like my friend. Right. So they're, they're not going to see this anyway, but if they did, you know, I would hope that they would, you know, see it and be like, wow, am I being a bad friend? And the answer is yes. Uh, look, you're either friends with someone or you're not. If, if like you're only friends when it's convenient for you to be able to do things together that you want to do, like drinking, you're not really friends. You're just, this is just a drinking buddy. This is a person who you bring around to enable you to do stuff that you probably don't need to be doing anyway. That's not a friend. So, you know, um, I think the, 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 the biggest issue with this post is a lot of people don't even realize that a lot of people that, that they call friends are not actually their friends. These are acquaintances. These are drinking buddies. These are, these are peop, a collection of people who fit in certain little boxes, very limited spaces. And this guy who made this comment is right in a way, um, you know, he says it doesn't mean they don't care about you or want to spend time with you. The problem is there's so little of you available that it feels barely worth it to them to try to engage. He's right and wrong in a way. He's wrong because, you know, they actually don't care about you. I mean, if they cared about you, then they'd find time to spend time with you. But when it comes to uh, there's so little of you available that it feels barely worth it. Well, guess what? This person wasn't really a friend. The only little part that they wanted from you is no longer available. So technically, there is so very little available to you. And it's kind of like, I don't know, a guy who only wants to call a chick to hook up with her. You know, he doesn't want to hang out with her unless he's hooking up with her. So guess what? If she says, I'm not hooking up with you anymore, there's so little left available of you. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have time for you. And in essence, she, he does not care about you. So, uh, so yeah, we've seen it. And I, I, 
it's not surprising to me at all. Um, but I, I look at it as a, as a gift. I want to know who is not really my friend. If I, if I were mistaken about whether you are a friend or not, if somehow I missed it, man, thank you to my son for helping me see the light. I'm not losing any sleep over this, but I'm gonna hand this over to you and get your thoughts. Yeah. Keep that and mic, I, keep I that mic a, a little away from your mouth. A little awesome. away like yeah. this. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> we've been lucky because I think that we both have had people in our lives that have made the effort to, you know, hang out with us, with our son, right? Like to come over to our house and to, you know, very much like be flexible and like get to want to know our son and stuff, which is awesome. It helps when you have a cool son too, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but then there's definitely been people that you just don't hear from again. And then I think the other thing's interesting is there's people that you don't hear from. And then as those people, you know, start to have kids, they kind of come back around um, and want to, kind of re-engage and be friends again because they realize that their lives are about to change and you know they're like oh shit like how do we do this kid thing let's reach out to the people that we know that have kids even though we kind of kept them at a distance because they have kids so that's an interesting dynamic too um yeah I feel like you're gonna say something. oh I said I said yeah but my mic was down so I oh oh I realized that it was like yeah <laughs> yeah so i think it's i think it's good i think you get to know yeah you get to know who your real friends are and i think that for a lot of us i mean for me personally you a lot of the friends that you think you have as an adult yeah to your point are not really your friends they're people that you go out with and drink with and when you change your life in a way of starting to have kids um you know for us, like we stopped drinking, um, you really do know who you, who your friends are. And a lot of those friendships were kind of fake and you are better off without them. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of judgment over everything. Like, Oh, you're spending time. Would you like to go on a five day trip? Um, no. Do you want to go on a booze cruise? I have a, I have a baby, <laughs> and that's weird that you're asking me. Um, and it's weird that you're confused about my response, my the no response. Well, can your wife take care of him? He's a baby. The 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 trips I can resume trips when he's older, and and uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, people don't like it. They don't they don't really want to find a way to hang out because they're just not really friends. And I definitely understand, you know, I actually like reading from the other people's viewpoints, but I promise you, if I'm friends with somebody, if we're really friends, I'm not trying to dictate the terms in which we hang out and saying, well, we, I'm not down to do anything that requires it to be kid friendly. Like, Nah, man. Also, I find that with some people, it can breed a lot of resentment. You know, if you get to a place in your life where you have met somebody that you want to have kids with and your friends have not, 
they, you know, there's jealousy, there's resentment and like that, you know, drives a wedge. And then when the kids come, it's kind of like the final straw too. But again, like, you know, you're better off with those people because those people want to keep you, you know, at the level where everyone else is. And when someone in the group starts to grow and change, however that may be, you know, it really does show you who your true friends are. Yeah, y'all keep an eye out for the people who aren't happy for you when good things happen in your life. Um, I pay attention to it. So if you guys are watching, if somebody who knows me is watching this, I'm paying attention to how you respond when I share good news with you. And uh, I'm not sharing good news with you a second time if it's not, if it's a hater response. We, we probably won't just, we probably won't see each other. I don't waste much time. Don't do it. Anyway, let's see. I think this comment might be a good one. I haven't read it yet, but I have a good feeling. This is one. Oh, I'm not reading anyone's anyone's handles either. Okay. Yeah, I was looking for this comment. I don't think it's fair for OP's original poster, OP's friends to exclude them just because they have a baby. However, it's also kind of much to organize people to hang out and night at night. Okay, poor grammar. Uh, hang out and night and then get mad when they talk too loud or come a little later and that they should tiptoe around your baby all the time. I mean, it kind of makes sense why they don't want to come. You shouldn't expect people to bend around your will all the time simply because you have a baby. First of all, this woman did not actually, well, you know what? Hold on. Um, we didn't, we don't have the original post. We don't. Yeah. So I was going to make a comment about how she didn't read the post, but guess who didn't read the post? Us. Us. <laughs> we didn't read the post. Yeah. Look, I mean, the tiptoeing around your baby, that is annoying. I mean, the, the people who are freaked out about like you waking their baby, that's annoying. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's, that's annoying. I, our child is sleeping right now with music playing in the background along with white noise because we wanted to make it impossible to wake him up. We wanted people to be like having fun and know for a fact that he's not going to wake up. So yeah, I get that. Um, but that's no reason to just like, just not be a friend. Yeah. I mean, I think that the other thing is, is, a baby is a baby for a very short amount of time in the context of if you've been friends with somebody for five years, 10 years, they have a baby, you know, like the first six months, maybe you don't see them that much. Maybe when the baby gets, you know, nine months, 12 months, you start to see them more and stuff. I mean, it, it's a very short period of time in, in your friendship. So if a friendship is worth, um, you know, pursuing, and being friends with somebody, if they're if they're worth it, then you know you should just make make the effort for the short period of time that they have a baby, and you know that will probably come back to you over and over again with you know how people treat you when you're in a situation, you know whether you're sick, whether you have a child. Um, so I think yeah, treat people how how you want to be treated. Oh. Are we going to do one more? Um, let's see. Discipline, a dirty word. Mm. I'll read this one. Man, I guess it's your turn, but you read 
Gemma read a dud that is not going to air because it was <laughs> really sad. We thought it was going to be good, and it was really sad. Yeah. And just gross. And it's not our vibe. Yeah, it's not, it's not what we're doing. Uh, so she read that one, so I'll read this one. I cannot help but notice anytime a user mentions discipline as a form of fixing a parenting issue, they are downvoted and often openly insulted. Why? At what point did discipline become a bad word? Who in their right mind thinks it's a good idea to let children run the household? Because reading most of these posts, and I don't comment often, I will tell you, discipline would fix most of your parenting issues. Woo! Hot <laughs> fire. Hot fire. Fire, 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 you want, fire. You, you want to take this? You want to take a shot at this one? You start. Is that, is that the end? That's it. Yeah. This, this, oh. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That might be the shortest one that we've seen. I concise. We love yeah, it. Concise. Except for when we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that discipline is underrated. Um, I think that it's, I mean, we've talked about discipline a lot and what we plan on doing with our kids. And I do think that there is a lot of uh, people shy away from discipline a lot these days. There's a lot of styles of parenting that are very much like let the kid do whatever they want and like, you know, follow their hearts and dreams and which is nothing wrong with following your heart and dreams. There's nothing wrong with that, but I think uh -huh. that part of parenting is steering the kid on the right path, providing them gu guidance, you know, telling them when something is wrong so they know the difference between right and wrong and they can grow up to, you know, critically think about the differences between right and wrong. And without discipline, that's that, those are harder lessons to learn. So... Yeah, I think discipline is is super important. Obviously, there's lots of different ways to do it, and that can be controversial in itself. But I think at the core, it is something that's really important. And I think that kids that have discipline and are disciplined ultimately benefit. It benefits them. Yeah, I mean, this is an easy one, right? This is this podcast is called Parent Like an Athlete. What athlete do you know that? Uh, has done anything that's notable of note worth mentioning. I'm saying the same thing three different ways. I know without discipline, what athlete does anything that you care about without discipline? So if you have a problem with disciplining your kids, then you don't want your kid to play sports. You don't want your kid to, to do anything. Well, as far as I'm concerned, um, and yeah, discipline does take the form, different forms. There's different ways of disciplining. Like I think sometimes people, uh, you know, get hung up on whether you're, you know, physically disciplining a child. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that right now, but it's a, it's one of those things that when I look at the problems with our society, the things that we universally hate the most about our interactions with other people, it comes down to their own lack of discipline. It's no wonder that so many parents have a problem with the concept of disciplining their child because they are undisciplined themselves. So it's kind of like, 
holding a mirror up to someone, right? And it's like, well, if you say you need, if you discipline your child, then your problems would go away. That person is now understanding and or hearing if you discipline yourself, your problems would go away. Your the problems that you have would go away. And I, we can talk about, you know, lack of discipline. I mean, I I'm not always the most disciplined person. I've been I've had like moments where I've been super disciplined and there's other moments where I'm like where I've fallen off and and I've paid for it, you know? I mean, I'm doing this podcast right now. You know how many times I've started a podcast? This one's going to stick, y'all, for real. I'm disciplined. What had to say? I'm disciplined on this one. <laughs> but, you know, there's all these different things, these things that we want, we prefer to have. And, and you know, kids are no different. And the problem with being an adult is you, you get to a point where no one can actually tell you what to do. And so it's on you to be self-disciplined. Mm-hmm. But the concept of self-discipline requires that someone actually teaches you how to do it. You have to be taught to, to be disciplined. Yeah. It's and just, if you yeah. if you look at like, I mean, even outside of athletes, I mean, athletes are a great example, but like if you look at some of the most successful people in the world, like they're all very disciplined, you know, like they, you know, you read all the time, like, you know, these people get up at a certain time in the morning, they have their morning routine, they do they have carve out time to do this. They carve out time to work out. They they know what they're going to eat. They make sure they eat healthy and putting the right things in their body and, you know, getting their morning sunlight in and all of these things, all these micro habits that add up to being disciplined and being successful. So, yeah, I think it's it's like a real cornerstone of helping your kid be successful and be happy too. Yeah. 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 Discipline. There's so much to discipline, right? Like having the ability to just control your mind is an act of discipline. It, it requires someone to do the work of helping discipline you so that you learn how to discipline yourself. Like if you can't, if you have no discipline, no self-discipline, you can't control your mind, your thoughts. If your child gets to run wild and do whatever your child wants, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to go to sleep whenever I want. I'm going to, I'm going to hit whoever I want. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, you know, we can say, Oh, that's normal. And that happens. Or we can just say it's normal. And it happens because of a lack of discipline. And, you know, uh, it's a tough thing to do. It's, it's a, it, it's scary. You know, you, you want your kid to like you. Uh, you want your kid to be happy and not sad. And, and, uh, you know, I'm with this parent. Um, and I think that's an important point about parents wanting their kids to like them. Um, I saw a really good, maybe you shared it with me a video on Instagram about, um, I'm gonna mess. I'm gonna mess it up because I can't really remember. But it was basically saying something like, "You can just make it up. This is the internet." Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like the first, if you if you discipline your kid for the first part of their life, then that kid is, you know, then you get the benefit of being able to be friends with them in later life. Whereas if your priority is to be friends with your kid in younger life 
in in their younger years, then, you know, they're going to be very undisciplined and they probably won't want to be around you when they're older, you know, when they leave home and they can choose whether to come back or not, they won't. Whereas if you've disciplined them and really set them up in that way to be able to like critically think and have all these good habits and good behaviors that ultimately lead to their success, then they're going to want to be around you later in life. That part. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's kind of like the, the, the last topic, right. With the fair weather friends or acquaintances, like if you, if you are someone who only, um, who I only really care about to meet certain needs of mine. Um, and you're not someone who, who comes in with the whole package, you know, so as a parent, like, well, I'm going to be there for you to, you know, make sure you've got a nice car and nice clothes and all these things. And, and then, you know, but there's no, there's no real life lessons. There's no discipline. There's, there's no real structure at a certain point when they're old enough and it's like, well, you're on your own. Well, the kid's like, well, if you're not giving me anything, then I'm not going to be here. Uh, like what, what have you done for me lately? But a kid who's been disciplined learns about wisdom and realizes that not only is wisdom from your parents free because what parents not going to like, just, it's just going to stop giving wisdom, but like, it's hard to find out in real life. This is literally why all these posts exist on Reddit. Wisdom is not out there. Oh, Google, Google, Google. First of all, y'all, can, can I just tell you, Google <laughs> hates you. I mean, they don't hate you. They actually love you. They want all, they make money off of you. So they love you. But like you Google something on, on <laughs> you Google something on Google <laughs> or, or Bing if you're, a wild person. Google something on Bing. Yeah, if you're binging it. Binging it. <laughs> Googling and binging. People use Bing. Really? Yeah, nine percent, I think, of the population, and wow. it's. I think it's probably increasing with ChatGPT, to be honest. Um, but you're you're being fed a a mix of responses that got to you through search engine optimization. So uh, be careful about just taking whatever you find on Google on that first page because someone either paid for you to see it or they paid someone to engineer uh, the words in a way that the search engine would crawl and find everything and be like, oh, this is a good response and also a great way for us to make more money for clicks. So yeah, I, I, uh, I think the kid is just like the fair weather friend when you give the kid whatever he or she wants, rather than being someone who gives them what they want and what they need. Uh, so yeah, discipline. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, let's get one more. Um, I'm so angry at my baby for not sleeping. Definitely don't want to read that. That sounds horrible. But if you're angry at your baby for not sleeping, you know, yeah, that's not, that's not something that sounds shocking. Um, oh boy, we've got our tablets really that bad. Do I want, do we want to go with that one or, okay, I'll give you options. We've got 
Are tablets really that bad? We've got what are the biggest costs associated with having children? Um, and then, ooh, this one might be better. I got my ass torn up in this community for my potty training method, but it worked. Yeah, let's do that one. First of all, y'all, this is an opportunity for us to learn something because someone had the the guts, the chutzpah, chutzpah, <laughs> the cornice to, uh, to put their potty training method that sounds like it's unconventional on this thread subreddit whatever for parents and people were mean but apparently this person got the last laugh so i'm gonna let Gemma read it and it's long so we're going to oh boy. just I'm definitely have to put my glasses next time yeah maybe maybe that's it maybe or or just or maybe i'll get lasik you know contacts work too but but guess what we've got this reader view thing so it works hey guys i'm posting this as closure for myself after a few members of this community were awful to me about my potty training choices some were very kind too my original post was about my son who's three and a half refusing to tell us that he pooped and is developing rashes in his diapers i asked the forum if based on this it made sense to just take away the diapers I ended up getting a few responses that I needed saying yes. And then a bunch of responses saying I neglect my child and don't parent because I hadn't started potty training sooner. My husband suggested I explain our strategy now that I'm done crying. One commenter really enjoyed making fun of how sensitive I am. He's not right. Oh, he is right. I'm a very sensitive person. It's something I like about myself because I was abused as a child and had to learn how to express my emotions using words and tears instead of drugs. So here we go. Okay. First of all, my son has always watched us go potty from day one. We would talk constantly about what we were doing, how we did it, etc. When he was two, we had him do it naked. Do naked time. Do naked time for a week. He couldn't tell... I'm really struggling without my glasses. Hey. I'm going to read this. Okay, okay. so <laughs> I'll read this. Um, all right, first of all, first of all, I'm not going to do the accent, but I'll talk like a woman, kind of. All right, maybe I won't do that. I think just read it. I'll just read it. Are you picking up where I left off? Yep. First of all, my son always watched us go potty from day one. We would talk constantly about what we were doing, how we did it, etc. When he was two, we had him do naked time for a week. He couldn't tell when he had to go and ended up feeling immense shame at his accidents. We never scolded him or were upset. He was born with a lot of sensitivity, go figure, and feels shame whenever he doesn't live up to his ridiculously unkind expectations of himself. I gotta just say that I feel like these ridiculously unkind expectations of himself, that still feels like, you know, I don't know. I'm not there. Okay, I'm not gonna. After that, and seeing how upset he was getting, we slowed down and went back to diapers. But we would ask him every day if he would like to try the potty. Sometimes he would, and sometimes he would, he would even go pee. But most of the time, he wouldn't. He loved using the potty after overhearing other kids do it, but no luck otherwise. Then he started hiding his poops from us. 
He would get rashes mild enough to go away by the end of the day after some cream. We kept talking to him about telling us when he has to poop so we can clean it up sooner. We also kept offering to take him to, up to the potty. Hard no on both. After I made my post here and got encouragement from a group of people, I sat my son down and told him that he's a big boy now and that he means, and that means we can't, we just can't wear pull-ups at all anymore. Hiding the poops is a safety hazard and it is my job to keep him safe. He said he wants to stay little. I told him he will always be our, our baby, but he will be so happy to be a big boy when he's with his friends. That was on Thursday. Since then, he's only worn a pull-up to bed, no accidents during the day, and so far he's only wet his nighttime, his nighttime pull-up once. Most importantly, he's happy to use the potty. He's very confident in knowing when he has to go, and he's very proud to inform us when he needs to go. He's too scared to wear underwear when we go places because he doesn't want to have an accident, so he still wears pull-ups in the car, but no accidents. I know that success isn't linear, and he will fall back here and there, but after reading comments of people questioning my ability to parent, I lost sight of my goal briefly. Now I remember my real goal was to ensure that he didn't feel immense shame around the potty, and I've done it. I'm proud of myself, and to anyone who is also going against the standard potty training timeline, I was chewed out for being uh, chewed out for him being three and a half and still wearing diapers. I believe in you and trust you are doing it for your kiddo. I will probably get downvoted to crap for this because you're supposed to act like you don't care about how people talk to you online. But like I said, I'm a proud, sensitive baby of a person. So go ahead and crap on me. I don't care. Of course, that's a lie. I'm going to turn off notifications for this post. And maybe my husband will read them to me later while I'm crying. LOL. Well, kudos to this woman for putting her comments out there, sharing what she's, what she's going through, and sharing how it made her feel when people were rude and mean. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say kudos to her and great job turning off the notifications. Like, I mean, back y'all back when, you know, I did post some stuff on YouTube a very, very, very long time ago. And I did not read any of the comments because there was no way for um, the algorithm or whatever AI to filter that stuff out. And there was some horrible stuff on there and I play video games online. And sometimes people say some really nasty things. So kudos to her for putting it up there and and leaving herself vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Love some vulnerability. Yeah, we like vulnerability, um, keeping it real. The only thing, so here, I don't know anything about potty training a child. I don't need to worry about that right now. Our child is one. We've got a book I'm looking at right now. It's the middle book on the sh shelf, Moms on Call. Um, fantastic stuff. And in that book, I assume they're going to teach us how to do the potty training thing. Yeah, I hope so. They I'm, taught us how to do everything else. They taught us a bunch of other <laughs> stuff. I'm going to just read that book and, and not really worry about it. But I will say that every kid's different. And I think everyone, all, we all know that and appreciate that. Everyone, every kid's different. Every situation is different. But you know what's not? I, what's not different about kids, I think it's, is that kids have a 
they have they are, they have powerful 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 abilities when it comes to just thinking and reasoning and and you know just dealing with logic like i mean they're not you know fully grown fully formed and all that but you can explain things to kids you can you can craft a narrative around something around something that they want and and it can just make sense for them that that story is not surprising to me because you know when i imagine what i'm going to do with our son when he's older so much of it is just going to come down to son i know you want x correct yes great well if you want x to happen then you're going to need y and if you don't then it may happen it may not and and it and it feels like that's what this woman did with her son so yeah it seemed like the defining moment was when he believed that he could do it um which is interesting because it kind of ties back to what we were talking about before with like disciplining your mind and thinking in a certain way um so that's that's an interesting cross-pollination of our of our topics um but yeah and i think with his age like i don't know when you're supposed to party train is it i think is it start they say you can start from like two i have no idea um we don't know a lot y'all we don't know but Um, if they say if they say whatever age they say i'm going to start sooner because you know like if we're we're talking (laughs) if we're talking about averages right that means like you're talking about the average i i'd rather start earlier some of y'all might not like that but uh, i would rather start earlier too um diapers are not cheap y'all diapers are really expensive that reminds me amazon prime day is coming up and i read that diapers are 40 percent off Mm. there's a pro parenting tip for everyone out there (laughs) yeah maybe we should maybe we should buy the 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 level fives and the sixes and just get a whole room full of diapers well also the smaller ones too oh that's a good point yep okay we're having another baby (laughs) <laughs> in case you all hadn't noticed me with my hand on my stomach <laughs> oh yeah that's not any old bump yeah Mm-mm. this isn't my uh four pints a night no <laughs> that's that's not a post brunch bump there i mean maybe a little bit but <laughs> we like, we like the brunch. uh yeah yeah we've got enough track what were we saying the party train. Yeah, I'm sure she had her reasons for waiting. Um, I'd be curious to know what those were. Um, but yeah, I think I think she she got it right. You know, that I think once getting the kid to believe that they can do something, I think that's what's going to empower the kid to be able to do anything. And I think that's a really important um, practice to have in your in your home and with your kid. Like, you know, constantly talking to your kid about all the things that they can achieve, how great they are, how they can, you know, really building their confidence to, to kind of go out and do what they want to do. Obviously not in a way that turns them into a narcissist, but just, you know, building into them and, you know, building them up and giving them confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think also she just, 
took the she just took his diapers away, right? Like she just Well, she said that um oh, yeah, wait. he he would enjoy being a big boy around his friends. He could hang out with his friends and not worry about Yeah, so she gave him the she gave him the the um the carrot or the stick. The trend the you know, the, the transformation imagery. What what do we call that in marketing? The the result. So yeah, she painted she painted a picture for him yeah, of she, what his life could be like. Yeah, um, but and better to do that with with kids because at some point people get older and and they start telling themselves that the result is impossible because they don't want to do the the work. So, um, and that's why it's I think so important to to build into kids starting from a young age of what they are capable of. Cause if you give them that mindset at a young age, then they're going to have it. It's much harder to, as an adult, adopt that mindset when you, you know, are much more cynical and like, you know, you have more lived experience, but for a child giving them that is really giving them a gift. I think. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if any of you guys, remember this book i think it was called i can't said the ant and i don't remember what happened in the book exactly but basically it's like a book that teaches kids about not saying the word can't about how you know powerfully horrible that word is and it's a word that i don't like to hear uh i i don't like the word should i don't like the word can't i really don't like the word can't and I have to stop myself sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you, you, you can't have that. And it's like, let me change that. This is not for you, son. I got something else for you. <laughs> this is not for you. This is not for you. Not you. You can't have it because it really is like, tr like we just train ourselves and train our kids to just think that they can't do stuff. I can't. I can't. I can't. Nah, you you can if you grow up uh, some years and I can trust you with this, but right now it's not for you. But yes, one day you, you can and will have this thing that you want. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway. This was fun. This was very fun. Yeah. I hope y'all had fun. Yeah. I hope y'all had fun. I hope you learned something. And even if you learned that Otis and Gemma are just horrible people I, who I hate, <laughs> but I can't stop watching them. Well, hey, look, whatever. Haters gonna hate. Whatever gets you tuned in. I mean, because look, if you're listening, something's gonna something. You can be like, I hate this guy's face, the way his <laughs> mouth moves, and the way he licks his chapped lips, and I don't know. Her accent is so annoying. What is it, British or Australian? <laughs> Australian? Or, I can't tell. It's like or, a mutt accent. Or, or is it like <laughs> South African? I don't get this. She said she's from England, but I don't know. I don't believe her. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm afraid to put it in the comments because YouTube might ban me. <laughs> Be afraid of that. YouTube might ban you for real. Um, and then that would suck because like you these comments they're attached to your gmail address sometimes like that's and i guess you could get a burner account and say horrible things but 
Or you could just be nice. You could just be nice. I mean, the world works in fantastic ways for people who are kind. Yeah. Karma is real. Uh, well, I wouldn't call it karma, but uh, yeah. Don't be rude. <laughs> okay, y'all. Uh, that was us talking about Reddit parenting stories. Yeah. On our first ever first, Parent Like an Athlete podcast. First Parent Like an Athlete podcast and first of many you're not going to be able to get rid of us ever the algorithm will find you we're going to be like the cockroaches of youtube if you don't if you don't <laughs> like us you're going to have to delete your account <laughs> we're coming oh we're coming yeah yeah don't we might even like buy some ads to like send to people who don't want to watch our podcast we're aggressive burning cash just so we can find the you folks who don't want to see us <laughs> for at least five seconds before you have to skip that ad <laughs> on that note <laughs> <laughs> nothing creepy and weird about these folks okay all right night night good night ciao for now or good afternoon Oh, good for, morning. Right. Don't just, make, just good. Just don't make me do anything right when I wake up. <laughs>